Hello, welcome to Beautiful Podcast to Fall in Love, an unofficial Bachelor Nation show from TV Guide. I'm Liam Matthews, and joining me in TV Guide Mansion is my co-host from our season at Bachelor in Paradise, Jesus loves her, Jacqueline Trumbull. Hey, he shouldn't, according to Luke. We're all, hey, we're all God's children. Yeah. <laughs> Even you. I shine light. I shine light. You do shine light. That's what I should have said. I should have said she shines light, Jacqueline Trumbull. I like that line. That was great. Uh-huh. All right. So this episode, really, it was about keeping your head still. I'll be your thrill. The night will go on. My little windmill. Oh, brilliant. So good. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was fantasy suites. And uh, you know, Hannah had her dates. First was Pi- Pilot Peter. Um and we were wrong. I mean we we assumed it was Jed who she had sex with in the windmill, but it was Pilot Peter, and it was fantastic for everyone involved. And then next up was um it was Tyler. And you know, I don't Tyler hasn't been making much of an impression this week these past couple of weeks, but we'll we'll get to that. Then Jed. And Jed was hung up on Hannah and Luke, but they worked through it. And then finally, Hannah and Luke's breakup. It was great. Just incredible TV. Lived up to the hype. Um, so my first question, well, I I mean, I just answered my own first question. How'd Hannah do? For me. But how about for you? I mean, we know how Hannah did. Hannah did amazing. That's not even a question. As always. The question is, did Hannah and Luke's breakup live up to the hype to you? Yeah, it lived up to the hype. I didn't expect it to be like any more dramatic than it was. Um, and I also don't need this season to be that dramatic Dramatic because Hannah's so awesome and the dynamics are so interesting versus Colton's season where it was like so boring every single week and I didn't believe any of their feelings ever. You know, like you needed sort of TV drama this I'm just like it's just so interesting to see just who Luke is like that's TV enough for me and who <laughs> <laughs> right like what a fascinating character this guy yeah, is yeah it's so so great yeah so great he's got i mean he's not he doesn't even have i was going to say he's got layers like an onion but he doesn't really have layers it's all pretty it's about watching Hannah realize that he does not have layers. Yeah, it's also about culture uh-huh. shock. I mean, he does represent yeah. a very large belief system. And it's interesting because the, the on-the-surface beliefs aren't that extreme, but it's the way that he communicates them that shows his attitude towards women yeah. and towards sexuality that, that just makes it so great. Yeah, like it's not... I wasn't shocked or appalled to hear a man say a week before he's about to propose, I really would be bummed if you slept with someone else this week. You know, like that's a pretty standard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty standard. That's pretty belief. normal. Yeah. Right. And even though this is a different culture and there's different expectations, I, I think that that idea still carries through season to season, like with Nick, Nick Vile only sleeping with Vanessa because he wanted to protect that relationship. And that was advice from Ben Higgins. You know, like that, that, is, that is a behavior that exists even in the bachelor world. So it's not insane of him to think that she would uphold that, that she would only sleep with the man she wanted to marry. It's just amazing how he never saw that her faith was different than his and how her values are different than her than his, even though she repeatedly told him. And also if he is experiencing the world at all, he knows that his particular beliefs are not representative of the whole country. Yeah. Or even anyone 
yeah, outside of his mm-hmm. particular niche, you know? Right. Um, and right. And just the the complete just disregard of everything she said. Like he just didn't listen to anything she said. Oh, it was, well, there were some um, amazing quotes. My One of my <laughs> favorites being actually in the preview for next episode where he's like, Hannah thought that she basically Hannah thought she'd be rid of me. Well, she was sadly mistaken. Like, yeah, <laughs> she is sad about being mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like a bad penny. <laughs> he always comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think of Hannah's decision to not have sex with Tyler? I mean, thought it was great. Thought it was great. It was a little no, it was good. I like how she's I like how she's treating each relationship individually. And if she did have a concern about her relationship with him being purely physical, then like it's a great opportunity to make sure that there's something more there. So that's good. It also cast Tyler in excellent light that is setting him up beautifully for Bachelor. Tyler C yes. respects women. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All true. But that's not really my question. My question is how are you going to not have sex with Tyler? Oh, God, I know. I was thinking that, like, okay, you guys are going to re- like establish your emotional connection in 20 minutes and then be like, it's cool now, right? We, Yeah. The massage was pretty hot. It was hot. Yeah. Yeah, I was just talking to my, to my friends, Amy and Candy, who I always chat with during The Bachelor, and they were shocked and appalled that she did not... <laughs> have sex with with Tyler I don't remember they were being so funny Candy and Amy I love Candy and Amy um but they just they couldn't they couldn't believe it they were like how are you gonna how are you not gonna you're on a boat with Tyler it's the hottest most perfect man <laughs> in Bachelor Nation ever <laughs> uh yeah it was just funny it was funny he should have just changed. He should have been like, yes, of course, that's fine. Let me just change into my white pants real fast and be right back. <laughs> it's like kryptonite. Yeah. <laughs> they were even, Candy and Amy were even saying, they were like, um, they were like, I bet she, I bet she changed her mind. I bet like when they were actually in the fantasy suite, she was like, no, actually, let's have sex. And he was like, no. Well, this is what you want. Right. That's what was funny is she kept He's on saying such a respectful man. that Tyler was the one stopping it. So it would be pretty funny if Hannah was just like, you know, an, un- an unstoppable train just trying to tear his clothes off. He's like, a beast. no, must respect you. <laughs> <laughs> he was drinking that respect women juice. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Anything else to say about Tyler? <laughs> well, we'll t- I mean, we'll say we that actually was kind of a lot of it. But we'll talk a little bit about Tyler okay. um, later on. But my last question for you mm-hmm. is, do you think Jesus would still love you if you had sex in a windmill? Because <laughs> I don't think I don't think Jesus would still love me if I had sex in a windmill. I think Jesus looks at windmills and he's like, no, that's satanic. <laughs> yeah. You can't harness the wind. The, God made the wind to be unharnessable. Mm hmm. You know, I mean, Jesus and I have had a pretty odd relationship in that we've apparently been in one, even though I refuse to acknowledge it. Because my life mm. keeps going pretty okay. You know, things keep things keep happening that actually are almost enough for me to believe in something. Uh, mm. But I some, just some higher power just keep holding out. out. Yeah, 
being like, I'm not ready for this commitment. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. When it becomes, when the pain is too great to bear, that's when you accept it. Well, Jesus or whatever, whatever higher power. This is a beautiful religious podcast from two (laughs) non-religious people. (laughs) Everyone's learning something today. Yeah. I just, you know, God is not my God. I, it's, it's, I really, really like watching Luke because, um, because I fundamentally disagree with his worldview, but, but that kind of, um, that allows me to have some perspective on it because we just have fundamentally different worldviews. Like I am not religious, you know? And so of course, all of my, not all of my, but uh, you know, a lot of my moral outlook is going to be very, very different than his. So I kind of, I have to filter all of his behavior through that, through like, okay, it's okay that we disagree. It's okay that we come with the world from fundamentally different places. How are you behaving within that worldview? Like, I think it's, I actually think it's perfectly okay that he wants a wife that saves sex for marriage. Like, that's okay. It's just why he thought that was Hannah is completely unclear. And and, and how he communicated that to her was completely, uh, again, like manipulative and just weird. Yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting, you know, it's like, it's, you know, I mean, I I can't, I can't really judge his, his, his morals, you know, I mean, it's just a, it's just a different, just a different system. Yeah. Well, and he doesn't seem to be living by them to a degree. He has a very simplistic view of what they are. I mean, that's why it's, it's, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. It's very, very easy to abide by abstinence being your moral, you know, because it's just something you don't do. And it's very, very clear when you breach that, but being prideful is very different or getting along with people right. is very different. Like you get, you, you can't get along with everybody and it's, and if you don't understand why you're not getting along with them, then it's difficult to change your behavior, but you know, when you are or are not having sex. So he, he attaches himself to these very, very easy to understand, uh, virtues, behaviors. And then that's what was, that was, what was so awesome at Hannah's speech. She's like, you're just picking and choosing you're, you're Jesus, like your bits of Jesus, Jesus dust, yeah. whatever. She's like, you, there, there's all sorts of commandments you break all the time and I forgive you for them. And then this is the one you just choose. Cause it's like easy for you to wrap your, t- you know, tiny head around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I bet there are commandments he does not abide by. He takes the Lord's name in vain. Does he? I take the Lord's name in vain. I do all does the he? time. I actually don't know. Have we heard him swear? I don't remember. I covet my neighbor's belongings. If I like try to dress All up right. as okay, sorry, let's go. We're getting wildly off topic here. <laughs> um, so we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about the dates that were not Hannah and Luke right after this. All right, we're back. So first up was Pilot Peter. And my question on this date, Aliza had this question too. Uh, do you think Hannah has seen Titanic? She didn't seem to understand what was expected of her when they were on the bow of that boat. Oh, true. <laughs> that is federal law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're, it's the law. If you're on the bow of a boat, you go, I'm king of the world. Yeah, absolutely. And she was facing, she was facing the wrong way. She was facing towards Peter. And he was probably like, no, turn around. <laughs> Put your arms out. And he said, I'm king of the world. And she said, and I'm the queen. And it's like, that's not the line. I've actually, I've never seen Titanic. Ooh, 
what? I've never seen Titanic, and even I know. I know, right? This is, usually I'm like, don't shame me for not having seen movies. I don't care. But this is one. It's like it's weird that I haven't seen Titanic. I think because uh-huh. I wasn't allowed to watch PG-13 movies when that movie came out, and then you know, oh my by God. the time I would be allowed to see it, I never got around to it. My parents were so annoying. They would put on like R plus rated movies, and then like kind of put like a limp hand over my eye during the sex scenes and the violent scenes. <laughs> how old were you when you first saw silence of the lambs oh i actually didn't see that until a couple years ago which is weird because my mom that's her she's a psychiatrist and she always hates depictions of psychiatrists in movies but she actually likes him in that <laughs> huh <laughs> that's funny yeah but i saw like i saw like enemy at the gates stuff. which is very violent and very sexual when i was like seven or something and all sorts of things <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway, yeah. So the pilot, the date with Pilot Peter, you know, it was nice. It seems like Hannah's, like Hannah's in her head in a way with Pilot Peter. Yeah, that, it doesn't feel natural. Like she, right, where she feels like she's like, no, this guy's, it's this is one of my guys. Like it could be him still, uh-huh. but we see that that's not the case. Right, like her, 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 like behavior is giving her away like her body language or something yeah and you always have Uh, those people who are just great on paper and you're trying to talk yourself into into liking them and they're very easy to keep around until they're pitted up against somebody that your heart wants yeah and she i mean she's clearly extremely physically attracted yeah to peter i guess but it's like she talks about how amazing their physical chemistry is and you know but it's like, then she has that with Tyler and with Luke. Apparently, he's the best kisser. Then she doesn't apparently have any chemistry with his Jed. And he's the one she's apparently most crazy about. Yeah. Except that we, sh- except that she, she seems like the most herself with Jed. But physically, no. I, yeah, you don't really see Yeah. That. Maybe um, because it's kind of hard to see Jed she, that way. <laughs> yeah, right. I wonder if she and Jed had sex. I wonder. Right? They didn't, they didn't say. They didn't talk about it. Aliza is saying something. Hey, y'all. So Jed said we didn't sleep a wink. <laughs> but that might have just been they were talking. That's true. But, but we don't. Also, I mean, they probably they probably did. They probably did. Have sex. Or maybe not. Who knows? Yeah. Well, she, that's between. She them. doubled her number in one week. <laughs> <laughs> She's getting some bodies on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope so. You're gonna marry this girl off, man. Give her some more experiences <laughs> before. <laughs> yeah. I like the the condoms in the chest. Was that was a nice touch? Yeah, kind of funny. Because um, that's always something that that's a question that people have is like, do they provide protection in the fantasy suites? And some people have said, like, I know in the past they've said they didn't, mm-hmm. but this when they were, you know, found an organic way to show like, no, we're we're being safe here. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Plus, so let's talk about Tyler. Okay. Oh, sorry. No, I was just gonna say the only time that Hannah does sparkle when she's around Peter is when she talks about his condoms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, I think it makes him uncomfortable. Yeah. It makes him uncomfortable. It's funny. So, Tyler, Tyler, I don't know. It just seems like there hasn't. He's he's been great, but there just hasn't been much to talk about with Tyler the past couple of weeks. Um, other than that, that massage makeout was very I agree. you know there was this moment where he was saying something and i thought to myself wait is this guy super dumb 
But then I actually, but then I kept listening. I listened to kind of the content of his speech and he's not, he just has this very lazy way of speaking. It's like very cool dude way of speaking that makes, I don't know. It's just, it's hard to imagine having like an easy flow of conversation for an entire evening with him. Uh, and, and yeah, and we keep not right. Cause he's so laid back. So laid back. Yeah. Yeah. But he is, I think fairly good. I mean, he's great at responding to her needs. Uh, he's a modern dude, uh, up with the times drinking the spec, spec juice. Um, <laughs> and he's got, he, he can be pretty witty sometimes. So I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's hard to imagine it's hard to imagine doing anything but making out with him for a thousand hours straight. Hmm. Do you think he'll be, he would be a good bachelor? I don't know. I keep thinking like maybe not really. He might not be. Yeah. But the men never are. They're, like bachelors are always so yeah, that's terrible. True. Um, that's true. Yeah. I mean, he'll. But he might be, it might just be somebody who you like enough and, you know, you, you would root for him to be happy you know yeah he seems like such a good dude it's also going to be very believable that the women are falling in love with him in a way that i did not yeah. believe with colton yeah and he yeah i mean he would he would he would be funny he would have some good lines mm-hmm. he wouldn't be he wouldn't be the emotional wreck that colton was but you know and that think- that is a kind of a shame though but maybe it'll be interesting to see him break a lot of you know uh, you know, when he gets eliminated or whatever, like that'll tell us a lot about what kind of bachelor he could possibly be. Yeah, right. The jury is still out until we see his exit, mm-hmm. which we don't know is coming, but we're pretty sure is coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they so they they slept on the boat on a docked boat, which to me seemed like a nightmare. I would get sick. I would get like the whole. I would just be like, I'm gonna throw up. I'm gonna be throwing up this whole time. Yeah, um, <laughs> I can't. I can't be like very like slight rocking like that. Uh huh. I can't do it. I get sick. Uh huh. I would have to take Dramamine, and then I would just pass out. It would be terrible. What was uh, their plan if like Hannah did want to have sex with them? Were they just gonna have sex in the open air? No, on the boat. But weren't they on the deck of a boat? Oh, they were inside of a boat. They were inside of the boat. Okay, I think I zoned out for a second. That's fine. It was kind of boring. Yeah, it was kind of boring. <laughs> 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 um but uh i really to be honest the only part of this episode i really liked was the luke breakup yeah i didn't find jed's sequence that inspiring no well let's talk let's talk briefly about jed okay um so jed this episode was completely hung up on hannah being into luke right he just couldn't he just couldn't see how Hannah could be into both of them. It's funny how she kept being like, I see that this comes from a place of you just not wanting me to get hurt. And I'm like, no, it isn't. This is completely, <laughs> like, there's no way it's about that. That's just not the order of, like, of what people think, you know? I mean, when you're in love with someone, I don't know. I, I, I kind of just don't, I totally believe that people fall in love on the show and that, when it goes really well, or when the stars align, that in love turns into actual genuine love. But I don't think people really develop the kind of love on the show where they only want the person to be happy and that's the only thing they truly care about. Like, I, I don't know. It's just hard for me to believe that Jed, instead of thinking about himself in this scenario, was thinking about her and her ability to be hurt by Luke. 
it's possible, but I just yeah. don't really buy it. Yeah, that's like true intimacy, right? That takes yeah, it takes a long time to develop something like that. Yeah, it's not going to happen over nine weeks. Yeah, unless you're like some kind of um, just incredibly empathic kind person yeah which i don't think that's why i love it when it happens earlier in the season with like nobody's like i just don't want to see you hurt I'm like he, she doesn't know your name why do you care if she gets hurt <laughs> <laughs> god yeah so but i did i did like jed being very real and saying um hannah might have a he thinks hannah might have a hard time letting go of things that aren't good for her mm-hmm that's like that's a that's a ballsy thing to say to somebody, you know? I really I really enjoy watching her reactions too because she's she's tasting something she doesn't like there, you know, but she it's like she's she's battling with this idea that he is allowed to criticize me. Like he is allowed to be worried about my qualities because he's considering marrying me, but also it feels like he's armchair psychologisting me which is just irritating mm-hmm. so she's just sitting there kind of tasting it for a while she's like making all these faces and just kind of annoyed but unwilling to tell him off i don't it was it was just cool to she's just so she's uh she's so right there she's so visible yeah. no they can just put the camera on her and you just watch her Mm-hmm. have every emotion mm-hmm. she's like winona ryder <laughs> mm-hmm. winona ryder at an awards show yeah yeah and that right so she sat with it for a little bit and then she was like no i'm mad i need to i need to walk away from this for a minute but it seemed like they worked it out i don't know i kind of zoned out during that moment to well, be honest how they worked it out i was like huh i did too i actually had to i had to rewatch it like twice because I was, how the hell did you get from here to here? Because all of a sudden they were just perfectly fine. I mean, Hannah's actually a very reasonable person is the thing. She's just an emotional mm-hmm. reasonable person. So she, she lets the emotion cascade over her and then she's like, all right, I'm, I'm going to be fair. She, she, she always does that. It's, it's a great, great quality. And it seems like that's what she did here too. Um, but I just didn't see their chemistry this week, which is weird. And then, yeah, and then last week was, was brutal for them too. Yeah. He seemed kind of sullen this week, you know? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. He's also just not, he has no charisma. He is able, I think if I were going to have to sit down and have a conversation with one of these people, it would probably be him. Um, not necessarily because he's like smarter or more interesting than, their other, than the others, but I think he's a pretty good communicator. He speaks clearly, mm-hmm. albeit in his like weird uh, voice. Weird Justin Timberlake voice. Uh, yeah. Um, he's got kind of like a, well, not a lisp, but he just always seems like he's speaking through very tight lips. Um. <laughs> <laughs> His shirt was too long, too. <laughs> yes! I love Liam Fashion commentary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was wearing like a long, it was a long line t-shirt, which is like a very, it's kind of, it's, it's like a little out of date. Well, like it was big like four years ago. His yeah, his clothes are a little out of date. He shows up at the at the uh, rose ceremony wearing like a chocolate brown suit, which I thought was sort of a strange choice. Hmm, that is kind of a strange choice. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, yeah, I don't anyway. really have I don't really have anything to say about Jed. I I keep wondering yeah. if they're editing him a little bit differently now that he's a bit of a villain. Um, but they they might not be. I have no idea. They just I'm just not seeing their yeah, chemistry I like I used to. No, you're right. Not like you used, not like it was mm-hmm. for the first for the first few weeks. 
Um, okay, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to get go deep on Hannah and Luke. Okay, we're back. Before we get into the date, let's just preface this with Luke and Hannah had a you know Twitter exchange last night. You know, it's been a couple of months since they shot this, so they you know they've been thinking about it. So Luke tweeted to Hannah, "There's a difference between eating with sinners who laugh and sinners who laugh at their sin. Sin is the very thing that put Jesus on the cross, and that's not a laughing matter." Wait, I think there's a, okay. I think there's a, there was one before this too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a whole conversation. They had a whole conversation about sin. Oh, this is, what do these people know about sin? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's those of us who actually sin right. who can say something about it. What do these I mean. people know about sin? I know. <laughs> I don't want to get into who I know. <laughs> this is not this is not my favorite tweet from this episode. My favorite tweet from this episode was it came from Tiffany at Mom Ramblings Three. She tweeted, "Hannah can say what she wants, but the fantasy suit is definitely about sex and getting it in." I love that. So <laughs> funny to me, and that's sick on suit. She says she you know she meant sweet, but she typed suit, uh, sex, oh, okay. and okay. getting it in. By the way, I really, I, one moment I did really like was at the end of Peter and Hannah's fantasy suite. He said, <laughs> he said, we came together yeah. like so much yeah. last night. Did you catch that? Yeah, I did. A little double on Very funny. Over. I don't, yeah, it's like, well, he didn't mean that, but like, that's going in the show. <laughs> twice. They came together twice. No good. <laughs> so Hannah and Luke. It was extraordinary TV. I loved it. I loved it. Hannah was so good, and Luke was so bad. It was just, it was great. The drama of the rain mm -hmm. picking up and, like, following the emotions of the, of the conversation. You know, like, the rain started to, to pick up as Hannah got kind of angry. And then when mm -hmm. she was telling Luke, like, Luke was um, kind of sitting there, you know, taking it from Hannah and the wind was blowing on him. It was, it was great. It was so great. And you remember at the beginning of the season, or like before the season started, when we were worried Hannah wouldn't be able to speak? Yeah, she's great. She was incredible. Like just the delivery of her lines. Like she didn't, she, there, were, there were no pauses. There were no ums. There, were no, there was no misspeaking. There was no backtracking. She just calmly, like, and she was angry, but she was calm. You know, she never, she didn't yell. She was just like, yeah. here's like, this is how I feel. This is right. just like systematically like breaking down everything that was wrong. She's, a, she's like the, the folktale of the centipede, who's a beautiful dancer. And uh, the cricket or something is jealous of the dancing. And so he says to the centipede, what foot do you start with in your dance? And the centipede thinks about it and then can't dance anymore. That's like Hannah. If she thinks about what she's going to say, she can't speak at all. If she just goes, goes with her breath, with the moment, she's a master. Yeah. I would give anything to exist in her body when a man pisses me off and just ride that wave for a good 20 minutes. <laughs> when I get pissed off at a man, I'm like trying to be like fair and calm. Uh... Or I just get kind of avoidant and silent. Right. She deals with it. 
she deals with it well. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what were your what were your thoughts on Luke? Oh, I just thought. I mean, he just he just everything the whole season. Everything he said dug the hole deeper every time he opened his mouth. Yeah, he does this amazing thing where he takes a stand and then he pretends like he never took it. It's so weird. It's so weird because it's like it's like manipulative, but it's a really it's a really odd. I mean, he knows this is going to be shown back. And it's like, it's too often. He literally said, I would send myself home if you slept with any of these men. Then 30 seconds later, no, I mean, I would, of course I would forgive you if you slept with even all of the men. It's like, what? <laughs> it's, he's like, I don't want to be misconstrued or misunderstood is, is a quote. But mm -hmm. like she understood him completely. She just didn't like it. And then he was like, no, 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 you misunderstand. And then he just repeated what he said. He said the same thing. He was like, yeah, that's what you said. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that's. <laughs> I know. It's weird, right? The, the. But yeah, like I'm having, to, I'm to having trouble like... even being offended by it because it's just so odd. I mean, it's like, it doesn't, sometimes it. I mean, I know that he is trying to manipulate her, but it doesn't even consciously feel that, that way so much as it feels like he's trying to just wriggle out of whatever hole he's like dug for himself in whatever way possible. And maybe he's like so dumb that he's just not finding an effective way of doing it. It's just, I mean, I've never seen anything like he, he takes a stand. He takes, a, he says something extremely clear and then takes it back immediately and then says that thing in a bunch of different words and like then kind of muddies it. I mean, it's very weird. He literally said if she slipped yeah. up and had sex with all the men here, he would still be willing to get through that. Right after telling her that he would go home if she even slept with one person. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. yeah, I think it's I think it's just he just doesn't he doesn't want her to be mad at him. Right. But he and the thing that was great about this is you see like you see the rot in his, uh, in his thinking towards, I don't know if it's women or just other people, because he said direct, directly disrespectful quotes, like, A, I can understand a slip up. So referring to her sexuality as clearly a mistake somehow. I, like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and like then slip, like what, like, like she relapsed into, right. into having sex? Like, right. Or like, she a didn't agree to your terms, dude. Right. Then he said, when she wanted him to leave, he said, I don't even care what you said about clarity. Like, that's literally, that is disrespect right there. That is a sentence of disrespect. It was amazing. He said, he said a couple of things like that. Yeah. I mean, and just like really the, yeah. And it was, he, he started to like, he barely even got it out. He said, he's, you know, like, I feel like you owe me. Oh, and she was like, again. Yeah. What? Yeah. Her reaction she, to that I, was great. She said, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> It was amazing. She's like, I can't believe you said that. Yeah. It was perfect. Like it was like written. Uh-huh. <laughs> just like the just the way right the way it was paced. Um and just like the way the whole season had been building to this moment and you see like you see the exact moment where Hannah catches up to what we've all been feeling the whole time, you know? Uh-huh. The switch finally flipped. And what and this is what it took, and it was like it was the worst thing that he had said, mm -hmm. and uh, and she was like, "All right, I I was wrong, you know," and then everything she said was so good, like she, you know, she had, had so much hope, but he had broken her heart, and she had broken her own heart so many times, and ignored all the red flags, and she kept him around, and then to have him say this to her, 
and like like have this be the th- have this be the th- the breaking point for him <laughs> after yeah. all the after all she had put up with right i mean i don't know I, but i feel like this is the problem with objective morality <laughs> like it, the, <laughs> which yeah. i don't believe in by the way i mean you know in his in his eyes like this is an unpardonable sin it's very black and white. Like, this is what you don't do. And so, and everything else is just so ambiguous or vague or, you know, muddy, whatever. It's like, you know, it's what I was saying earlier. It's just when there's an easily targetable, you know, moral, he doesn't understand what's wrong. But this is the most myopic person I've ever seen. I mean, he has had no idea about her perspective throughout this entire season. He always thinks that she's crazy in love with him. He he always thinks that she shares his moral code, even though she's repeatedly told him that yeah. she does not. I mean, it, he started this conversation by saying, I know we're on the same page about our, our morals, like regarding sex. It's like, what? Why? You had this conversation earlier in the season. Yeah. Well, yeah, he had this conversation in his head. And this is what this is what God told him. I guess, on Again, it. in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're right. It's like he he truly cannot comprehend that other people have different values than him. I just had a vision of instead of Elf on the Shelf, like Jesus in the soap dish, he's just there. <laughs> <laughs> just there whenever he gets in the shower. Yeah. He's like, hey, hey, Jesus. Like, what's up? Looking good, player. And just uh, and then it was so it was so great where he was. Yeah, he was like, um, I know there is something that is keeping you from from insisting I get in this car or whatever it was that he said. And she was like, well, you know what? No, mm-hmm. I'm going to. And then she she said it. She 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 had sex in the windmill. Yeah. And uh, and he was like, say what? <laughs> she uh what did she say from obviously from how you feel uh me in a windmill you probably want to (laughs) leave that's what she said and then he was like yeah okay Mm -hmm. and then and then he's like can i pray over you before that was amazing yeah and she was just like no (laughs) i god i wish she had said yes so that we could have seen the prayer i mean what was he gonna pray about yeah she should have just been like ugh Fine, I'll do it for the fans. Go. Yeah, she would. He would have been like Jesus, save this wretched woman. Right. Yeah. Would it be about her like wantonness, or would it just be? Would it be nice? You know, like I hope she finds happiness. I think he would have been like, she's not Christian. (laughs) This whole thing is dark sided. (gasps) That's what he would have said. (laughs) I mean, the batch. To be fair, the Bachelorette is dark sided. Dork sided. Um, dork sided. You remember the the God Warrior? This is a this is a mid two thousands reference. No, I just thought you were being weird. No, <laughs> no, it's a reference. So another thing about Luke is he says vehicle instead of saying, you know, car or <laughs> limo or whatever. He says vehicle, which is there's it's a specific type of guy <laughs> who does that. What is the type of guy? It's like a conservative guy who wants to be, he wants to seem very yeah, serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wants to be taken seriously at all costs. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, like it's a very, it's a very like respect law enforcement kind of thing. Like cops, <laughs> yeah. cops always say vehicle and it's like, so like even if you're, even if you're not a cop, it's like, if you say that, I'm like, oh, this guy, 
this guy this is a blue lives matter it's a blue lives matter word <laughs> hey by the way have you have you ever seen making a murderer i haven't wa- i've seen a few episodes but i didn't watch the whole okay. thing okay i was just gonna ask you if you think steven steven avery did it why does he say vehicle no it's just about cops <laughs> corrupt cops so they all say vehicle <laughs> probably <laughs> <laughs> we talked about Adnan Syed once, so, you know. Yes. No, I haven't seen Making Murder. Oh, okay. Um, well, it, it was great. It was great. She said, Hannah was amazing. She quoted scripture back at him. She used scripture against him. Yeah, great. I mean, not even against him. Not even against him. I mean, but kind of. But just to, like, show his hypocrisy. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, she had an incredible line. Like, she just was able to sum it up so eloquently like she said i prayed so much for clarity and i feel like i've finally gotten clarity on you and i do not want you to be my husband Mm -hmm. and then the wind roared (laughs) it was amazing (laughs) just great just great tv it wasn't as good as the fence jump do you think no of course not but that (laughs) i mean nothing nothing except for ari and becca is going to be better than the fence jump and even the it's fence true. jump was kind of better than Ari and Becca in a way. It also just because it was like finally getting a drink of water after being parched for 10 episodes. We just needed the fence jump. Yeah. This I've been content the whole time. Um, I liked how she also kind of explained. I mean, we were seeing this, but it was nice to hear her verbalize. Because people like Jed would ask her, like, what is up with you and Luke? What is the deal? And she finally gave it to us. She's like... Uh, this is like love at first sight and I could not let it go. And I've been struggling with this and crying over this and bending myself over backwards for this relationship. So, I mean, this is really one of, of toil and, and just inability to like let go of something she sees as special, which is a great quality. Um, and it was just, I don't know, it was just cool to hear her finally say that, especially after being so, uh, you know, tight lipped with Jed. Yeah. Just great TV. Great TV. We love Hannah. We do best bachelor of all time maybe we'll see we'll see yeah we'll find out in a couple of weeks finale in two weeks mental all next week finale week after that until then i'm liam matthews i'm jacqueline trumbull this has been a beautiful podcast to fall in love please rate review and subscribe bye whether it's a new netflix original the latest season of a long-running network drama or a reevaluation of a legendary comedy series tv guide is the place for fans to come and find out about their favorite shows and movies and with our help discover some new favorites as well from our watch this now recommendations and newsletter to our wtf just happened video series tv guide is the premier hub for people who love tv as much as we all do to come and hang out visit us at tvguide.com follow us on social media at tv guide and subscribe to our youtube channel youtube.com slash tv guide for all this great free content and let us help you find your next binge